You're listening to John the Recruiter Podcast, JTR, where we discuss everything recruiting. If you're looking to get into recruiting or to become a re-energized recruiter, stay tuned and be prepared to be motivated. Welcome to John and Recruiter Podcast. My name's John. I'm going to start this first one off by just going through my background and explaining why I want to do this and hopefully get into what we're going to do in the future. And and hopefully there is a future because hopefully I have listeners. Um, to start off, um, I was in the Navy from 1994 to 2018. Um, the first four years I was on an aircraft carrier, um, which was okay life, but I wanted something a little bit more. And I always had the gift to gab and I liked it. And I was asked about Navy recruiting. So in 1998, um, I went recruiting with the United States Navy and I did that until 2018. Um, while I was in recruiting, I started out in Indianapolis as just a recruiter myself, where I was responsible for going out and finding people to join the United States Navy um, for both officer and enlisted, um, mainly concentrated on the enlisted side. Um, and I did that until 2002, where they transferred me to Akron, Ohio, where I ran my first recruiting station, which had um, myself and three other recruiters in there and I was responsible for everybody there making a monthly goal um, and did that until 2005 and which they transferred me to Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, and there I was what was called a zone supervisor, which I was responsible for. I had five to eight stations depending because um, I was there for a few years and each of those stations had recruiters and were responsible for goals um, to recruit into the United States Navy. And in 2008, I was asked to uh, go to the Navy Recruiting Command in Millington, Tennessee, um, where I was a, a trainer and an inspector um, at the Navy Recruiting Command, which covers all the Navy recruiters in the nation and I guess throughout the world, because uh, we do have some overseas. And what we did there is we went around conducting training with all Navy recruiters and also inspections at Navy recruiting commands throughout um, the nation. Uh, I was there and in 2010, while I was at Navy recruiting command, I was asked to go on a, a deployment to Afghanistan. And I left in 2010 for one year uh, and deployed to Afghanistan. And I was, uh, asked to start medical recruiting for the Afghan army, um, which in Afghanistan, we built little camps they called FOBs, forward operating base for the Afghan army. And, and on those, those FOBs, they had little medical units that were there to help any injured Afghan soldiers um, and anybody else. So we, um, me and an Afghan colonel went around the whole country and we staffed those fobs with medical personnel that we found from like local villages and things like that um, and did that for a year. And uh, after that deployment, I came back and went back to the Navy Recruiting Command and finished up two years there um, doing the same thing, training and inspections. Um, and then I was transferred to Navy Recruiting District, Minneapolis. Um, in 2013, where I was started out as the assistant chief recruiter, um, which we had eight states, anywhere from 150 to 300 recruiters. It, it really depended on the time. Um, 
and the Manning that we had and did that until 2015 when I went transferred to Navy Recruiting District San Antonio um, to be the chief recruiter. Um, and I did that and we covered a little bit north of Waco, kind of southern Texas, all the way down to the border. Um, and I, after that, I came back to Minneapolis for my last year from 17 to 18. Um, and then I decided to retire. Um, and when I retired, I was looking for a job and I, I hooked up with a great company. Um, I'll probably get into who they are later, but uh, that company hired me as a military recruiter, which for them, I was bringing military people in and finding jobs in their civilian company um, with the related military skills. And I did that for two years. And then that same company asked me to take over their recruiting team and made me the director of recruiter and moved me to uh, West Des Moines, Iowa, which I did that from 2020 to 2023. Um, and that type of recruiting, we had retail stores, distribution centers, uh, other subsidiaries, um, construction company, an IT center, a corporate office. Um, it was a lot of different things to recruit for, um, you know, mass hires for new store openings, specific skilled positions in different areas. Um, and we started a recruiting team. Um, there was a little bit of one before, but I think I was um, the first person with the most recruiting experience. And it was really good to dig into something like that. And, you know, one of the best experiences of my life. And Recently, I, I just decided that it was time for me to step away and, and retire for a little while um, and spend some time with my wife and my kids. My kids both live on the East Coast. I'm currently still residing in West Des Moines, Iowa. So I wanted to take some time because for those of you that are recruiters know that um, it is very time consuming. Um, it is not a nine to five job. It is, you know, whatever time you can reach candidates more hours than most people a lot of weekends um so it was just time for me to enjoy some life um you know from the time in the military i was gone all, a lot for my family and then the time with my last you know final job i was gone a lot and missed a lot of things and i just decided it was time and you know, I wanted to, the reason why I wanted to do this is I want to share my passion for recruiting. Um, I love recruiting. I believe as a recruiter, not only are you representing and helping your company, but you're making a difference in a candidate's life. And that was what always motivated me was, you know, from the first month of recruiting in the Navy to my last couple days at my last job is helping people that always gave me the motivation to get up and do it again the next day. And it was great. Um, I'll never forget the first person I ever recruited in the Navy. Um, we always made phone calls and it was usually cold calls, people that had no idea. And there was a recruiter that had maybe been in the seat six months more than me and had been calling this gentleman. And we used to have like handwritten cards with their name, address, phone number on it. Um, it was really before email address. But in this recruiter kept calling this guy. And 
I know the guy, I still remember the guy's name. I'll never forget it, but I'm not going to say it right now. But he threw the little applicant card on the floor and was like, I can't talk to this person anymore. They keep hanging up on me. And I was so desperate to recruit somebody and put them in the Navy. I was like, give me that card. I'm going to call them. And I just called and I just had a conversation with the person. And I ended up being able to meet with him face to face and put him in the Navy. And, you know, to, to me, that's when I knew like, Hey, this is something that I could be good at. And, you know, with the little training that you actually get, even though they think you're training you, it was just my motivation that took me to do that. And that's what I think makes a good recruiter. I always want a person with drive and motivation who want, you know, who wants to be successful. Cause I think if you have that, I can train anybody that has that to be a, a recruiter. Um, they have to have that drive and motivation. If they're coming into the job and they just, I really don't want to do this, they're never going to be successful. But if they come in and they have that drive and motivation, we can find a way to make them a good recruiter. Now, what makes them a great recruiter? Um, in my opinion, I think that what makes them a great recruiter is by their own relentless effort to be the best. And you can't teach that. You know, I always wanted to be the best. I wasn't every year, and especially in military recruiting, we did yearly awards. I wasn't always number one, but I was always towards the top. And that was my goal every year. And I sat and watched other recruiters that worked with me or in other offices around the areas that I was in that they didn't have that drive and motivation they would rather go home first or go do other things first where like I wanted to be the best. And that was the relentless effort that I'm talking about that if I see that and there's recruiters that I've had since that time, since I, I had that in me that I saw it in them. And I was like, that person is going to be a great recruiter. And I've had people that I said, that person is going to be a good recruiter and I'll take them. But the ones that I see that relentless effort to be the best, those are the ones that are superstars. And um, man, that's it reminds me of me. And that's what I always wanted. In the upcoming podcast, I want to discuss everything's in my opinion, what makes a successful recruiter, um, how you can be successful in any field. And I know I'll get some feedback on that. Um, I've recruited a lot of fields. A lot of it was in the military, like with the medical recruiting, with the IT recruiting, um, you know, just different executives, which I would say officer recruiting is like executives. You're looking for more professionals. Um, and then in the company that I worked with right before I just retired, um, I did everything from retail stores all the way up to the executive offices. Um, so I have a vast experience um, is it my way or no way? No, I think the feedback that we can get can help because any ideas is help. And I'm always open to ideas. I think people become recruiters because they think it'll be easy. Um, once they start and, and they see the challenges, they either try to get out fast or they fa fail miserably and they'll just sit there and find excuses of why they're not doing good and, and blame something else other than themselves. Um, a great recruiter will take all the bumps and bruises 
and they keep moving forward to be successful. And, and that is what you look for as a recruiting leader is who's not saying that the blame is somewhere else. Like, Hey, I did this today and it didn't work. So I'm going to try something else. And those are things that I want to talk about. I want to go from day one, um, how a recruiter gets started in a new recruiting position to be successful. And I want to continue into all things recruiting and hope to make a difference in, in any recruiter that might be listening or someone that wants to do recruiting. I know that good training isn't always there. So hopefully this will help. I know in my time, I always didn't have the best training. Um, I didn't never put the blame somewhere else. I just figured it out myself or asked those that were already doing good. Um, in my civilian company, we didn't have training. So I created it. Um, was it the best training ever? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but it did help my recruiters. And I always told them, if you can add to it or you find something that's better, let's move on. Um, because recruiting changes with time and being in recruiting since 1998 um, to now, like we didn't use computers or cell phones in 1998. We used phone books and we went and knocked on doors. And in 2023, we mainly use computers, um, texting, social media, um, apps. Indeed, you know, it was a totally different way of recruiting. So hopefully some of the things that I'll talk about will be, hey, this is how it happened back then and this is how it happens now. And, you know, some of the things back then you can still use that are still successful because in my current, my last job, I still had recruiters doing some of the old things to contact people and it works. I also want to hear from you. I want feedback and, ex and your experiences. And you can always contact me at johntherecruiterpodcast at gmail.com. Stay motivated and get as many no's as you can. The next could be a yes. Thank you for listening to the JTR Podcast. I retired in 2018 from the United States Navy as a Master Chief, and most recently was a Director of Recruiting for a company with over 80,000 employees. With over 25 years of experience in recruiting and recruiting leadership in some of the most challenging fields and markets. Stay tuned for more tips to be relentless. Stay motivated.